been what 48 hours is that it's been 48 hours yeah, since we finished you know 48 and i think uh every passing minute hour and day i just have a bigger sour taste in my mouth <laughs> so everybody um i kind of feel the same way but we got we got a returning guest our first returning guest none other than our boy our video animator what's what's your actual title at title league matt content editor and animation something yeah, i don't you know, know. <laughs> it's we like, it's the most sophisticated title i've ever had it's like multimedia but... animator yeah yeah like yeah <laughs> but anyways we got mad on diehard yeah. f1 fan um and oh diehard lewis fan as well are you diehard lewis yeah because he like established this no no i I'm, know he likes lewis but i like die hard i i grew up watching him and like yeah that's yeah lewis my is whole his schumacher bro yeah because yeah i wasn't around like i was I was born and then Schumacher, that era kind of just ended. So by the time I could form memories, Lewis was already like. But Lewis wasn't Schumacher though until 2015. Yeah, but I was still supporting him because he's the only black driver on the grid. There was other drivers. I was just like, oh, that's cool. Like I liked Michael Schumacher seeing him win and being fast. I liked seeing like other drivers win. But Lewis was my guy because like <laughs> representation is at the time. And then when. I'm trying to re- like I don't like I don't fully remember Brazil like is that Glock and like the first championship but then I remember like when he left McLaren and then I was just like no don't leave the TB1 with and then everything went right for Mercedes so I do remember that yeah like, and I was still devastated when he left McLaren yeah so like I'm diehard Lewis fan you die but, hard um, Lewis fan, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this, what, this hurt. what I'll say though is like Lewis is kind of like if before he went to Mercedes, he felt like Max Verstappen, this great young talent that couldn't win. I mean, he won. Yeah, yeah. No, I know, but I'm talking about like since then, like he felt like the best young driver on the grid that's still trying to climb climb the mountaintop. Like I know he won. He won, and then he had to deal with you know Vettel's four chips, but he won in 2014, bro. Yeah, but he didn't become Schumacher until like 2017, till he yeah, won, yeah, won, won, yeah. won, right? So that's what I'm saying, right? I'm just, but so Matt, we obviously did. We, we had a recap, and we want to hop back on here after all the emotions were high, uh, yeah. sunk down a little bit. Um, yeah. Tell us your thoughts on the race. How do you how do you feel in the moment? How do you feel now? Uh, the race overall, I thought it was actually a better Abu Dhabi Grand Prix than we've had previously because, like, even, even though it got a little bit boring and stale, like, you, if you had the race pace, like you could catch up, you could make an overtake. So like there could have been some action later on, but then just like the amount of things that just went on just blew me away. I didn't expect to see like VSC just like out of nowhere. Like it, it just almost turned into like a Saudi Grand Prix with just all the stuff like towards the latter half of the Grand Prix. But like the last, I'd say 15 laps, I was like, all right, Lewis locked in the race pace not much they can do you know Checo slowed him down whatever like there's not much they can do Lewis has got the race pace it doesn't matter he's just gonna make it all up and they had the four cars that he had to overtake it, yeah exactly I was just like there's a, which there's turned a into buffer. five when Lando came back out. yeah it, it, yeah it literally felt like it was impossible like going back on it it's like there's no way Lewis loses this and then you know but hold our- on before we get there because you kind of skipped a crucial part like um take me through the race start the race, I like heart in mouth panic. Like I like I legit thought 
when Lewis just took Max, I was just like, I thought you wanted to be, but I'm like, okay, whatever. You just, you want him behind you from this point on the start. You wanted him in front, but from this point on, you want him behind. All right. Then that was, was that one of the best starts you've ever seen from Lewis? It legit. Like I've never seen him start like that ever in my life. That's why I was shocked. I'm like, you've done the best start of your life. When you said you're glad he's behind you now. I was so shocked. Then took off. And I was just like, okay, we'll see what happens. Max sends that like lunge. I, I can't tell if he was in control. Because, like, if he was in control, then if he left the space, there would have been no, and Lewis went off, then definitely Lewis would would, would would have been given a time penalty. That's where, like, calming down and a little bit of experience would have been better for Baxter because he actually probably could have played Lewis a little bit more early on. So that's why I'm like, okay, Lewis took the escape road. I was expecting them to be, like, uh, swap places or something. But nothing happened there. And I was just like, Max played himself because I guess the FIA saw that he wasn't really in control up until when he got like full lock and then half his car was on the white line. So I'm like, where's the leave of the space? But anyways, <laughs> that was like, that was my feeling on lap one. So I'm like, I would like up until lap five, I was panicking, thinking they're going to make they're going to say swap because, you know, they've been flip floppy, taking forever to make a decision. Then so Max, after that didn't happen. Then Max, yeah. you know, changes his tires. There's a 10 second difference. And yeah. Checo puts in one of the most brilliant. Was it brilliant though? Let, let's discuss that. I rewatched it. Was it brilliant or was it just dangerous? It was. Lewis it was, was on Lewis the borderline. Lewis was so cautious. Yeah, yeah Lewis, Lewis had to so be careful. Had to do. So I'm saying, yeah. like, was it really brilliant or was it just like Lewis? You either crash into me and Max wins, or like, obviously, what I praise Checo on is the fact that he had the Max won the championship because of because of che- that. Because but, of but that. But I'm saying that that Checo had the. What do you want to call it? The nerves to do it. He like, had house money. He, yeah, it's like he was playing with house money. Like, we know Valtteri wasn't doing it. If there was so yeah. much at stake on the line for Checo, he wouldn't be doing exactly. that. Exactly. But it, Checo knew, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to DNF. He DNF'd anyways. So when you rewatch it, it's like, I, I praise Checo for doing the team thing, and he literally was willing to risk his car for Max, which, I mean, you should do, but obviously Valtteri doesn't do it, but that's a whole different conversation. So it's like... It wasn't it, like, you know what a brilliant defense was this year? It was Alonzo on Lewis in the Hungarian Grand Prix. That was a brilliant defense. Mm-hmm. That but was I think if you look at that now, what did Alonzo have to, you know, like. What do you mean? He still has points. Did he play? Did he drive dangerously? No. No. So there's like, you can't compare That's the true. two. You, yeah. You're comparing. Disregard. Someone, disregard my comments. Yeah. Like Alonzo was driving within the lines but and all you're that. You're so correct in saying like Checo literally had house money. Same with why Max took that lunge into the first term because he knew that Lewis had to avoid contact by all means because if yep. Lewis is out, Max wins the championship. And, and, and there was no physical way that Red Bull was winning the Constructors Championship if, if Lewis scored any points. Yeah. Like if Lewis yeah. finished over... Over what? They well, see so you needed yeah. 16. Well, combined with combined, Valtteri yeah. too, right? So it's like, if you both get into an accident, you're still not winning the Constructors' Cup. So it, it really, it, he this, was playing with house money. This again showed like down the stretch of the season how magnificent Lewis was because he had so, so much stacked against him. He had to avoid collisions in multiple races because Max did not I, care. I, and the other thing is, you said it like, Lewis was racing 2v1. Yeah, I mean, for, for, for pretty much the whole end of the season, Lewis was racing by himself. Valtteri was consistently in, like, fifth to the eighth range of the year. He was a non-factor. Yeah, even, a non-factor. even when he started on uh, on the front row of the grid in, uh, what was it, in 
Jada. He didn't do anything with it, right? He just fell off completely. Yeah, I mean, and I, ahead, I also think Valtteri proves like the whole Mercedes best car thing is not a hundred percent true because no, if true. it was legit, if it not nah, if it was legit that quick, he would just gap no, all no, of these. Nah, it, if you if, if, do you remember the Nico Rosberg it, no, days, no, Matt, they would mess why, up this, and Matt, they just why, gap everybody without having to try. Matt, this is why I tell like, you, this is why I tell you is true. Okay, Mercedes raw pace. Is always better. Where, where other than Max, no one competes. Checo doesn't really but, compete with and Valtteri. To either. back up Scott on that, just look at Valtteri qualifying. His qualifying's are always blistering. He, this guy Matt, couldn't get past you, Yuki Sonoda. Matt, fan. you're not I, a casual. You're not a casual. You know there's I, race pace and there's qualifying pace. Qualifying pace, pace shows the real pace of a car. The the, the Red Bull has been stellar because only Max, Max been, only Max, Checo. But the data shows uh, that that second seat. I don't know. I do not know. No Red Bull driver besides Daniel Ricardo has been able to match Max in that second seat. So I don't even care who's in that. So second let me seat. ask you this. Let me ask you this. So me and Kurt are under the belief that Max is that special. So do you think do you think Max is that special? Are you under the belief that Max makes that car look that good or that Checo and Valtteri are that bad? I think Max and that car is the perfect combo for him. And I think he knows that too. I think if he goes like anywhere else, the magic is not going to be 100% the same. He's still going to be seeing the same blisteringly quick Max, but the extra things you get out of him won't yeah, come because so, so of Red that Bull's, Red Bull. Red Bull's designed a car around Max, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So like that's, not that's 100% around him, but it like they I'm just pretty sure they did. To his, I, I used to think that, but like, the way Checo has been keeping up quite like it wasn't terrible but, this but time. You, it, you did it, hear it, that during the mid year that they have said that che they've redesigned the car around Checo, his car. There, there's actually reports okay, yeah. that they, they they have me and Kurt were talking about on one podcast. I that, did not know they that, did like that a, he a tried proper... Max. He tried Max's setup and now they they're doing Checo's setup. Yeah, I know. Like, in, I know they don't I know they don't run the same same setup. But, but, like, but they started. I didn't know. I didn't like know Max's they started team. gearing the vehicle a lot more to his side. Well, well the, yeah, the vehicle was geared towards Max's setup and the, at the beginning listen, of the year, and they swapped it to Checo's setup. And this is ultimately why Mercedes won the constructors. Yeah, like they think had about a better this. car. Think about this though. Let, 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 let's Matt. So I, I, I want to put this in the air, right? This yeah. is a great conversation because I really think that people need to hear this, and they probably enjoy hearing this. Think about Max's pace and Lewis's pace on the day. Was it even close? No, it was not close. And that's why this is a frustrating loss because, like... And then think about Jadah, right? So, Jadah, when you look at Max, uh, Max's qualifying lap, which showed how great of a driver Max is when, he, when he's on the edge. Obviously, he had a lockup, made a mistake. And think about how much better the Mercedes car looked in Jadah. And it was, like... I guess you could say it was comfortable. Like, it wasn't being pushed as far as Max was pushing his car. But. That's what I'm saying. So, like, do you yeah. really think they had the same pace car? No, I think legit early on, it was not the same. A like Red Bull was Red ahead. Bull, yeah, Red Bull was definitely ahead because you could see Mercedes was pulling strategy calls as if they had better race pace and it wasn't panning out. But then later on in the season, they made similar or the same calls and it worked out because the race pace got better. But I think it, I think it flip flopped a lot. A lot of tracks we went to were just like Mercedes track. It didn't turn out to be that way. Red Bull track. It just kind of didn't turn out to be that way. These guys just keep flip flopping that I think towards the end, Mercedes Mercedes development is just consistently like this. I don't know how they do it, but Red Bull goes like this. And then at the end, sometimes spikes or just falls off. So it's kind of been consistent with them. throughout. I, 
I think I'd say their existence, but, but yeah, the, the FIA rule screwed Mercedes at the beginning of the year. I think that's something that's well documented. Because they just were just like, and no more engine. Yeah, what the FIA that? really wanted to make this well, year, and they fair. ended up doing it. So let's get back yeah. to the race here. So we've got about, I want to say, 10 laps remaining. Lewis is locked in the pace, and we're getting closer and closer. You can almost feel it now. Christian Horner's on the radio like, we need a miracle. Like, it's, it's over. We get to lap 54. And at this point, like, I'm like, it's over. Lewis has won. Yeah. So Latifi oh, crashes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, I'm, I, I still cannot believe that this happened. But now tell me, you're on the couch. You're watching it with your family. What's going through your mind? And Dan, that's a good question, though. Did you watch it by yourself or did you watch it with your dad? Because I know your dad's a big F1 fan. I watched the first half by myself in my room because it was in the morning. Like, it was early, so no one was really moving. And then once everybody else was awakened downstairs, I went downstairs for like the last 20 laps. So when you're but, watching this, right, are you, and you're by yourself, are you a lot more animated by yourself or are you just kind of chill throughout the whole race? Or are you jumping up and down regardless if you're uh, with your parents or not? I'll, I'll be animated. If something crazy happens, like I'll be doing whatever I'm animated. I'm okay, jumping okay. up and down regardless. So, so take us yeah, there. Take us to that moment. Take us to that moment. I see. Okay, so... <laughs> We see Latifi in the wall. It goes to the replay. My dad says it's Mazepin. And I'm like, dude, he's not in the race. He didn't even start. <laughs> I'm like, my dad's in the camp that any bad has situation is just Mazepin. I'm like, okay, dude. <laughs> and then we see that. And then I'm like, okay, whatever. Latifi, dirty tires. I see him bin it the way he does. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, fine. This either is red flag race ends here or you know, safe the car to the end of the race because he's hit the barrier. It wasn't really high speed, but it was at speed. So I'm like, what? They may take time to fix the barrier if they because they always like to do that. None of that happened. They just cleared the car as fast as possible. They had the tractor on the track. And I was just like, you have got like the vehicle backing up the safety car going as slow as I'm like, don't we like not do this anymore for like very specific reasons? And I was like, everything's being broken to just get this back on the road. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's fine. Like I made eye contact with my dad because we were nervous that they were going to let, you know, the guys unlap each other. And I'm like, but there's still like a lot of stuff going on on the track, like cleanup. And I was just like, it's probably not going to happen. See the message cars, lap cars, not allowed. And we're just like, okay, like legit. We're like, okay, this is good. We're fine. Mercedes made the right call. They kept track position for once. Because, you know, multiple times throughout the season, they gave away track position. Infuriated. So kept track position. We're like, awesome. Then I like legit chilling on the couch. We're like, Lewis has got this. I'm, I swipped, I swapped into a Mercedes shirt. I had like this knockoff Mercedes championship shirt. <laughs> swapped that on. I was just like, let's go. My mom was laughing. We're sitting there. And I just see the notification. Lapped cars. And I see the numbers. And I just... I walked out of the house. I legit walked out of the house. I was just like this ball. In yeah, in sports, I like that's like my goodness. So now that's, take me I hold on. I, I, take me to safety cars gone. They've allowed those cars to unlap themselves, and Lewis and Max are side by side as we wait for Lewis to start the race. So I took a lap, so I actually didn't even see the end of the race. I actually saw it after I came back because I just I had to cool down because I was infuriated. I'm like, after everything, that's how we're going to end this artificially. OK, because I knew I knew how it was going to end. 
There was no way on this contact. Was a sitting duck. There was no way. Yeah, there was no way. I've seen this sport forever. I knew it. So how so do you that, feel about this? I want to throw this tail to you before you continue on this. Yeah. So me and Kurt were on pod, and I said, why didn't they just throw a red flag from the beginning if they want to make it racing? And they're both on fresh, fresh tires. And, and it's a fair and, battle. And you know what? It's five It's five laps to go. 54, five, 55, 56, five 57, 58. So let them duel it out, right? Like Ding Michael dong Ma- battle for five yeah. laps. But that's what I'm saying. Why not just switch them both on fresh tires? Call a red flag and say, we're calling a red flag because we want this to be a fair championship race. Lewis is in first. But Max in second, you know what? If they both get knocked out because at the at the turn and uh, who's third at the time? Yuki? And then and then the pressure is on Lewis <laughs> yeah. to have a good start again, and Max will automatically have the inside line in number two. Like yeah, it so would have been fair. It would have been a way better way. So like, how do you feel about that? Because it's like you talk about it's racing. So then make it a real race. We would have had real racing. We would have had we, five we, laps of real racing. Instead, we were give. This is a problem. We've got human error, and we have someone who is literally making impulse decisions and we got one lap of unfair race because the only way i look yeah. at it is like a you either let the safety car you follow the regulations or if you want to make it racing make it the pierce form where it's just like, think about this red, they're this at the end of it. the race they're both lighter because they have hardly any fuel five lap it would have been an incredible duel it would have been an incredible duel and all you have to do is say hey five Michael Massey could have gone on air. We're red flagging it because we're going to give you guys a shot to fight it out. Instead, exactly. everything is about safety. The way they removed the car was not safe was at not all. Safe. It was not everything safe at all. Everything was red contradicted. Flag was the safest way to do and it. And I just, listen, for those listening, because we want to be very, very clear. Red Bull did nothing wrong. It's the FIA. Red, red, red Bull FIA. literally they just begged benefited from an opportunity and, yeah. that was in front of them. Like, why wouldn't yeah. they? So Red Bull yeah. did nothing wrong. It was just completely... It was handled so poorly. Yeah, it's just when you think about Michael Massey, it's like I'm. I'm not. I wouldn't be shocked if there if people are asking for Mac, Michael Massey's head because it was really it was just handled so poorly. Like honestly, everybody's there's asking. A, for there's already know. reports that, um, and Matt, you you may know this, but this was the first year ever in the sport that we were able to hear the FIA and the live in the race. So yeah. they're saying that that probably won't happen next year. Yeah, like uh, they may get rid of it depending on like what happened. Like in two months when the FIA meet, not like not for the appeal, just in general, because I'm pretty sure they have like a thing. Um, I think the whole F1 system is going to get retooled because after this, I don't think the like other part, like e- like the other FIA forms of motorsport are probably even happy with how this was handled, let alone like fans. So I think they're going to retool the whole system. Yeah, I, and I think we'll probably still get to hear the messages, but I don't think it's going to work the way it used to. I, I also we'll still think hear that, like, like yes, yeah, so. so, sorry, yeah, my, sorry, my apologies. Um, I think that FIA should be eliminated, and each thing should have its own governing body. Yeah, Formula One should have its own. It, it should have its but own. But then governing it may body. not be fair. Mm-hmm. Why would no, not that? Because the FIA comes with an unbiased approach. Yeah, that's why, like, they that's don't. why I think I know that's the case, <laughs> no, that's, but I'm saying that's, that's the why. whole point of the FIA. It's not the FIA is not Formula One, but it's gonna get it should get retooled. But, 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 I think from this point where everybody's now, but the FIA doesn't care about apart. Formula One's product, and that's why they put out a race. Like, if it's Formula think, One, like, I, 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 like, what other major league is governed by another fishing body? Well, you gotta like think basketball is governed Premier by FIBA. League? No, it's, okay. it's governed by the NBA. The NBA is governed by the NBA. The NBA is 
a completely different entity, but, that's what but it doesn't. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, is the every NFL, other league in the world is governed by FIBA? Okay, but yeah, but but what and I'm saying to you is that what are the major leagues? Soccer F- is governed by FIFA. FIFA, FIFA, like it's the it, same. Like it, it all the same. FIBA, FIFA, and the FIA are actually all technically the same. They're like all part of that. Wait, is, wait a minute, wait a minute. So in Europe, they, in Europe, that's how it works. In North America. The major leagues are governed by its major league. They are privatized by themselves. They're an anomaly. But in Europe, you can in, say take okay. Barcelona, Manchester. We tend, United, we tend to we tend to privatize. But the isn't the Premier here, League? But in Europe, they isn't don't. Premier League governed by the Premier League, and then your bigger competitions are governed by FIFA. They're all under no. the FIFA umbrella. The, yeah. Wow. But okay. the Premier League just Premier League is so big. Anyways, that, like they make decisions that seem like FIFA level decisions. My point is okay. that the FIA doesn't really give a sh- a poop. No. A damn. Yeah. So let's let's continue on this now. So you take the lap outside, Matt. You're furious. You come back. Obviously, Lewis has, has lost. Yeah. And listen, shout out to Lewis for even having the ability to fight back and get a slipstream, like, on the tires that he was on. That's incredible. A lot of people would have just shrunk in the moment and said, I got screwed And over. he still fought. Yeah, he yeah. still fought. You fought so back real well. We get to the um, checkered flag. Congratulations, Max Verstappen is a world champion. And now we see Lewis have the moment with his dad. We see Lewis's dad go over to Max and Max's dad. Lewis goes over. Like, that right there just takes Lewis to a, a different level of, like, champion status. So so before you even say anything, Matt, uh, we'll, I'll get your thoughts right on after. We were talking about this. Is like, Lewis can't complain. Like, his whole thing is, like, when he was growing up in the ranks in England from Stevenage, Everybody would say whatever they want. And then his thing is just still we rise. Scott, and for going. someone like you that maybe hasn't seen Lewis before, this proved to a lot of Lewis haters because younger Lewis would not have reacted like this. Yeah, I mean, I he would have been furious. I've done my dives on Lewis. I've seen Lewis, but I'm saying like this was like this proved all the haters wrong. Yeah. And he, he he's obviously shown that he's just going to keep going. And, you know, I respect Lewis a lot more for that. But Matt, let's hear your thoughts on it. I think my favorite thing is like the um, last year, the Crimelton jokes were off the charts. And then this whole year, his profile picture was him as a baby. I don't think any, like I, how many people clocked on to him just no. being like, yeah. say, like, say, like I clocked on to that. I'm like, that is ridiculous. All the way up until the end, all this, see the Crimelton, he's spoiled this at the other complains on the radio. And then you see this at the end. And my dad had met a Dutch man yesterday and they had talked about the race and he said, like, after seeing after seeing that ending, they felt ba- like he felt bad for just how just everything went, like how the ended, like the race went the whole season. Basically, the like they hey, just feel bad now because they see but, like. But your like, personal feelings. Like, it wasn't a race, it. though. It was it was but, like FIA my personal feelings, <laughs> Hold on, my here. personal feelings. I was just like, I like I would be OK if Max won on pure pace, but it, he him winning this way. Just there's an asterisk on his. There's, it's no asterisk. There's no asterisk. Let's not. Put I, for, that in. Okay, okay, Listen, okay. If the reality no is, Max it, drove not, a phenomenal year, and Lewis put in a Hercules effort in the last five, six races of the year. Like but you said, had Lewis been locked look in all season, year, none Google of this. this we season. never have this. No, Matt. If Matt, you Matt. go back and if someone goes back in time to look at this season, Max this is a better driver than what happened. I know that he was consistent. Lewis was sleeping the first half of the year. I know that. Max was just on Ultimately, it all year. It bit him. This end of the year, this last race and these or these last couple of races, 
people are going to look back on it and they're going to be like, I don't know. It's it happens in the NBA all the time. People are like if this person's led, yes, but we're this not going to be that type. Have a champion because it's yeah. easy to say Lewis got robbed. On. He it, it was pretty much robbed. Max could have had a definitive but, championship but win though. You That's what to, I wanted. You have to just respect the fact that this never we would have never got here had Lewis just been locked in all year. <laughs> I mean, like That's true. Is is there really an? It's not an asterisk. I think you think for you it it, it puts a sour taste for Max's first championship. But there's no asterisk. You, you can't say there's an asterisk because it's not one game. It's not like the Super Bowl. There's a whole year accumulating up to 22 this. races. There's 20. Exactly. And the thing is, Matt, I will put this, I will put this right, right in the air. And anybody, feel free to please comment. Get back to us. But Lewis over overheated his brakes in Baku. If he doesn't do that, he's a champion. So it's like you can go to so many moments. Lewis hit him in Silverstone. Max got hit by Valtteri. Got hit by Lando, which got hit by like. Max had a lot more bad luck this year than Lewis did. What did Lewis, Mercedes had a lot of mistakes this year by themselves. What really bad luck did Lewis have other than I mean Max and DNF'd? Like yeah. like give me give me an instance where Lewis really had bad luck where someone took him out or he's really hampered. That wasn't, wasn't self-inflicted. Yeah, there wasn't a situation. And where you that can na- we can name five instances where Max at least three. We can name Silverstone where he DNF'd. Baku. Baku, Baku. where his tire just exploded. Yeah, we can name Hungary or whatever race that was where 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 Valtteri slid into Lando and then Lando destroyed Max's whole body. Right? Did was did Silverstone this year have tire failures again or no? No, Silverstone, Silverstone was where, where Lewis hit, where Lewis crashed into him. And he had a DNF. Oh, yeah. So like, you got to think of this. Like, I I'm not saying cheap. Uh, like, I hate the narrative that Max got a cheap championship. Yes, the way it ended is a sour taste, but. There's all these moments that went against Max, and the one moment that went well for him was against is in the final race. And it wasn't but because this of is Red what Bull. I mean, though. The like FIA. the fact that this happened is going to ruin it in the future. I don't if think if so. Max doesn't get another championship for a while, and people look back, I, I still he's think not going to get another look. championship for a while, though. Lewis, yeah. So, so let's. I want to now come back to this, right? So the race, Lewis obviously celebrates with Max, and then obviously disappears. To today, we still haven't heard from Lewis. But Christian Horner comes on after the fact, and obviously, thanks Nicholas Latifi. Um, then, you know, Toto does not come to the media because he's busy doing what he should, the right that he has to figure out what they're going to do. They protest it. Christian Horner says it felt a bit desperate. That is where I have a problem with Red Bull because You've been desperate he all has year, every right to protest what the entire world knows was complete garbage. And come on, Christian. If that had happened all year. If that had happened to you, Christian, yeah. <laughs> you would have been furious. So to say Toto was desperate, let's be real. Toto has come out and now congratulated Max. Um, but you cannot fault Mercedes for not challenging a rule that completely got thrown let's, out the window. Let's just put it on wax. Christian's been protesting about every little thing about Mercedes all year. So what are you talking Christian about? Christian protests everybody. Anybody he's fighting relative. Like, this is why Cyril is not in F1 anymore. He just he just bullied like, him out of F1, basically. This. Think about like, how this is what Christian you want does. to talk about sportsmanship? That is terrible sportsmanship by Christian <laughs> Horner. Um he's always like this. He'll always like do whatever he needs to, to make himself feel better or look better in whatever situation or light. He'll say whatever he needs to, to either big himself up or the team up. So him saying this was a desperate move by Toto and Mercedes doesn't surprise me. 
but it does annoy me because he is someone that does use the FAA quite a bit. So you'd at least expect him to be like, you'd expect so, like, a little bit more respect towards Mercedes because Mercedes, I think they should at least not, not just because they lost, but to be like, Hey, this is not right in general, not to us, but to the sport in general. Like yeah. that's my, I feel, I feel like the sport was really robbed on that. So- yeah. Like more than anything, because there's people that look at this and say that, Oh, this was like this FIA blunder was justified for like whatever. And I'm like, this incident should never happen again, regardless of all the other FIA mess ups and not giving penalties. This specifically should never happen again. What, what, I don't care about everything else anymore. That should just not happen in the sport again. Well, we said it on our last podcast and you did it in the real. Shout out to you for making that real. But there's gray areas like challenging a corner. And then there's mm-hmm. non gray areas where safety car laps are pretty, pretty black and white. That we'll, yeah. And we'll leave it at that. So we'll get into 2022, but. Um, and the tires and the testing. But first of that, um, what we talked about is, do you expect Mercedes to absolutely just dominate the next couple years? So the reason why, Matt, we got into this is because they're carrying the same engines over, right? F1 2021, they will carry the same engines. Mercedes clearly has a little bit of reliability issue, but their engines are better. That is a fact. Well, it's um, like, that's down to even real life. Honda just bulletproof engines. So I was expecting this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And then you got like Mercedes obviously has their new suspension where the car flattens out when you hit certain top speeds. So the car's better. I said that George Russell is going to be champion. And I don't think that anymore because Lewis Hamilton's going to be motivated as much as he's probably ever been in his career. Um, and just in general, Mercedes is always ahead of the curve in developing a car. And the cars are moving to low-rate cars, which Red Bull's a high-rate car. So it, it is advantage Mercedes, all these things pointing. So what do you think the next, like, just like, it doesn't have to be detailed. What do you think? Do you think Mercedes dominates for the next four or five years? Do you think Red Bull doesn't even sniff the podium next year in terms of, like, one, two? Do you think it's just, like, George and Lewis running away? What are your thoughts on all that? Kind um, of the dominoes of, of, of losing this race. I think... From I've like if you've watched the tech talk videos, they have mentioned quite a bit how the teams have had very little to no say in this new formula. So I'm thinking that Mercedes and other teams that were ahead may be may start upper like to the upper half of the grid. I'm not expecting them to drop off, but I seriously don't expect anybody to start off and be like leaps and bounds ahead because. This is uncharted territory. I know Mercedes has lost quite a few engineers that have gone on to do other things, joined other teams. So it's not the same Mercedes behind their development. So we may not see them be like super far ahead. I know like teams like like teams like Haas have just bricked right this whole season. And now they're getting all that extra wind tunnel time. Like, let's not underestimate Haas. Like they have a successful NASCAR team. They may like... Come on, like motorsport, motorsport, right? bro, bro. no, 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 Haas. motorsport is motorsport. Pump motorsport, the is motorsport. If you, if motorsport is motorsport. <laughs> Pump the brakes, you, Pump the brakes, fam. Motorsport is motorsport. If you, if you, if you can, if you know physics and you know what you're looking at, even if you're like, if Matt, you're not the best of the best, you can still help your team. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's the same. But if you are a fluids, fluid dynamics expert, and you go join this F1 team to go take on a bigger challenge. And you know what you're doing. You can still help them. Yeah, but they have no money. It's not going to be made. I'm not. That's what I'm saying, though. If they're just moving personnel and it's not actually costing them money, like hiring someone new, 
they could make gains by taking people from other but places. Why sacrifice? Why sacrifice your dominance in one sport to, to maybe come relevant? Let's stop in this hot talk. I'm right not now. even. I, I'm that's. I just. I'm just saying. Other teams could make gains that we don't so, think but, are going to make gains but, because but, of the fact that the bigger teams can't just be like we want this but, and just threaten to pull out of the sport. But here's like, the facts, though. Right? Here, here. This is where I'm going to ask you. Kind of go back over my points, and I, I want you to kind of give me your take on them. Mercedes has yeah. the best engine, yes or no? Yes. Power wise, yes, by far. They're a low rate car. Red Bull's a high rate car, right? Yeah. Mercedes also has that new suspension thing they added in. Like I said, that flattens out the car more, which gives them the higher down uh, top line speed. So where do you see? Now, hold on. And the, the the other point, they have far more human resources. They do have far more human resources because salaries don't count in the new in the new budget caps. So what really makes you think that Red Bull is advantageous or any team is going to be close to Mercedes? Like, where, where do you think where do you think these teams are coming be, from? Because before we like like what well, like we see now, we're getting like looks into how the sport is being worked on. And then we're making major complaints about these things. Now that we've seen teams just had major influence on how the car was going to be made. This is why there was consistencies with who was on top. Now that this is a this is like probably the first time that we're seeing that it's being made without major influence from the teams, like getting rid of engine modes. To be honest, engine modes have been a Mercedes advantage forever. Majority of teams that didn't have Mercedes engines didn't like engine modes. And now like the FIA were just like bing or FIA Formula One in general was just like bing. No more engine modes. Like when they people didn't want the halo, they were just like bing halo. They didn't want these new low rake, um, which McCall cars that we have now from like 2017 thing. They did it anyways. They keep making changes. But the, low, the, but the new cars are low rake. I know, but they keep doing things that teams do not want and the teams have to adapt. This is why I'm saying this might be a full on. The teams have no say. You have to adapt to a clean slate. Let so me even if you here. have all the personnel, what if you go the wrong direction? But, but, but Matt, what if that's not I, the right direction you go? Matt, remember, remember like point. Ferrari, they went the wrong direction and then they retooled the way that they were making their cars. And then they came back pretty strong in 2017. But Matt, I think, like they could go the key, wrong direction. I think there's a key point you're missing, though. Yeah. Is that they've been working on this car for two years. And it's there. It's it, it, and all the advantages point towards Mercedes. Like you're you acting like still go the wrong direction. You could. You could. But are you really doubting Mercedes? Like, that's what I'm asking. Are you really are you really betting on Mercedes going the wrong direction? Are, are I'm you, I'm I'm betting that I'm betting that this could go a multitude of ways. Okay. That no matter what you choose, you are still going to be in contention. That is my belief for the, this new system. Because if they really, if they truly want to bring this grid closer together, you, they, they needed to make changes that regardless of the direction you went, you're st you can still be competitive. Like, regardless of engine speed, re like, regardless of suspension, you are still competitive because the system isn't dependent on all these, like, little angle, like, winglet things, like, it's now an entirely new way of creating downforce. So I'm very optimistic that these engineers are going insane thinking of new ways of creating of creating downforce and mechanical grip. Don't forget, Red Bull is a very mechanically grippy car. But my belief is the field will be evened out no matter what you do. So I think, because we just asked your opinion on this for next yeah. season, I think the biggest uh, mover in the group will be Ferrari. Obviously, yeah. it was very well documented that Benato... Um, was going to stop attending certain races to spend more time in Italy as they develop their mm -hmm. car. So I'm encouraged to see that. I do think Lewis will have a lot of 
just his own pressure that he puts on himself to come back and, and get number eight. Um, but let's move into... Well, let's get his hot take. Where does Haas finish next year? Where does Haas, yeah, where does sure. Haas finish where next year? Where does Haas finish next since year? You're, since you're such a high believer in Haas, where are they finishing? Seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. All it's right. on the record. So next year, next year, next year. So um, we were able to see some first takes. Uh, Valtteri, Valtteri Bottas and Juan Yujo in a Alfa Romeo car. We were able to see George Russell in a Mercedes, and we're able to see this car with the 18-inch wheels that doesn't look like a prototype anymore. All exciting stuff. I I haven't seen any footage yet. I'm not going to lie. Um, I saw some stuff with the 18-inch wheels last year. Did they do a lot of some stuff last year? Was, they look cool. They look super good. It's a massive I'm not going to lie. I, like, to 18 inches? Like, that's a lot of metal. That's a lot of rubber burned away, too. I know, like it, it's it's crazy. It, they're gonna be. I think it's. I think pit stops might get faster, like just because it's not gonna be as much like thick rubber. Like you're like might be a heavier tire. You gotta be, be a little I, stronger. The thing is though, it's like think about this though. Um, it's gonna promote for closer racing. So I wonder what that really does to the sport. Matt, I didn't, I didn't realize like they stayed. Maybe it's just this year, because um, I don't remember them staying back after the last race of the year. I wonder what the environment is like at Yas Marina right now because Mercedes is there, Red Bull is there, the paddocks are still there. I think it's calm. I, I genuinely think like they I don't think it have moved past it. Yeah, I think they're just like they're like it's it's it is what it is. There might be like I don't think there's any animosity between like the people working there. Christian Horner and Toto definitely probably don't want to see each other, but I think it's just a pretty calm environment. I why would it be tense? There's nothing else they can do. There's not another so, race. Let's manifest Toto and Christian yeah. Horner doing a boxing match. Yeah, there Charity we go. Box. Let's match. Please, 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 please. I would pay for that. So, Lewis Hamilton gets physically knighted tomorrow. Oh, he hadn't got physically knighted yet? He had been appointed. It's COVID, right? But tomorrow is the day. It's COVID season, bro. And um, <laughs> I thought they would have got that done already. Not so I lie. think that this is going to be the first sighting of him publicly since the race. And um, Thursday's the FIA awards. Gala. Hey, before we get to the award, does he say no press around F1 when he's getting knighted? Do you think like his team is like, we're not talking about the race at all? I think he's going to talk yeah. about like social issues. A hundred. Yeah, he's it's not better gonna, to talk about. Social I don't think then. he's going to talk. Anything about I'm saying, like, happened. if someone asks him, does he just say decline to answer, or do you think he? I answers? think he's just gonna be like, yeah, we'll that's see what That's not what this is year. about. Yeah, yeah. 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 If, if someone asks him F1 things, he's gonna be like, that's not what this is about. So he's, I, he's gonna keep it geared on social issues. Okay, cool. Getting like knighted. It. I like it. He's got his uh, a piece of Silverstone named after him. Yeah. I mean, the Hamilton Straits. The Hamilton Straits. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. So amazing, amazing achievement for him. And I'll, I'm looking forward to kind of covering it. I know it. I know you're going to ask about Thursday and if they're going to the gala. Mercedes has to go to the gala. They have like, to. They're like, the constructive the, it's, it's not really a ch- it's not really a conversation because if Lewis doesn't go, it just shows that his whole thing yeah. with Max is a He'll farce. Be there. He'll, yeah, be there. He'll be and there. And my last question for you, um, Matt, is what do you think about Max Verstappen switching to number one? Uh it- I knew I the something I feared a little bit was that this one championship is going to put his ego all the way up here. Oh, he, like it is. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think that's going to be bad for when, like, if Red Bull, let's say, isn't on top or isn't in the mix at all next year, like, that's going to be bad. What other champs in history have switched to number one? Hang on, hang on, hang on. What what are we talking about Max's ego for? The number one play is is something you can only do when you win a championship, which he never knows what will happen again. But what other champions have done it? I don't know. But here's my second thing, right, Matt? The reality of it, right? It's just is, a marketing ploy. It's a sure. marketing ploy. He's going to get a lot of money off of selling yeah, number one yeah. to number 33. Has Max really ever had an ego? He has an anger. He, he, he's a little brash no, at times. No, he does. He does. He does. He does. He does. Has he really showed a lot of ego? Even when he won, is, is he being egotistical about all this stuff? Like, No, but listen, I so I understand the dollar side and the marketing side of it. Personally, as a champion, I'm keeping my number. I'm not changing to number one. Yeah, I mean, you, you fall under the Lewis camp. Maybe Max is a maybe Max is a capitalist low key, or maybe Max wants number one. It's yeah, a big fu. He just wants maybe, that, yeah. maybe he wants to be number one. So like, who knows? But I, I, I think he just he I think he wants that number one because out of all the young drivers, he like we we everybody expected him to be the first to get the championship, and he is the first to get the championship. And I think he's gonna use that as like Lando. Everybody else can't talk to me. I'm a, I'm a champion. I, you guys can't talk to me. I, I think this is going to start being a thing. Like, on track, he's just going to be like, I'm champion, move. And I'm like, I hopefully this doesn't happen. But the switch to number one kind of makes me start thinking that that might happen. So let me ask you this. If George wins one next year, is George the better young driver? Yes. Because it only took him one year in a dominant car. Because Max has been in, what, a good car for, what, Five years. No, years? but like it hasn't been this close for a while. So like I understand, and like technically he did get it in his first try of being in a dominant car. But you like you went up against like a sleeping Lewis. If Russell wins against an awake Lewis and Max, better. Michael Schumacher never wore race with a number. By default, he had number one because he was champion. So. He had number one, bro. So he had number one. But okay, so since since you have it on, uh, what drivers have had number one? I don't. I I didn't go look at the whole list, but yeah. Okay, but my whole thing is like it's just a number, and if it makes dollars, it makes sense. That that's how I feel about it. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna say that that him switching to number one 100 percent confirms he's dickhead. But I like. I'm just. (laughs) Here's the thing, too. Right. It's fun to say. Here's the thing, too. Maybe Red Bull's asking him to do it. I don't doubt it. They've been could be. not it could on be. it. That's true. Right? Red Bull could Red be Bull, like, yo, let's Red make a lot of money. That whole marketing. team is literally Sam just, Vattel, that whole team is just marketing for the drink. Okay, so then what are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah, come no, on, no, bro. No. Like, it's a team. It's a team. It's a team. It's a team. No, it's, it's a team. not a team. It's not a team. Let's stop, no, the, but let's stop the narrative Seb, of Max this and Max that. When did Seb get No, no, no. Just cut this whole question. This never happened, No, no, no. We're talking about it. Whatever. It's fun conversation. It's natural. But you know why Seb wore it, right? Because he knew his... His turbo, his turbo hybrid engine was doo doo. Yeah, it was the last of the. It was the last of the. Uh, <laughs> he knew he wasn't era. winning again. That's what he knew. So he's like, I might as well wear it once. So because I was like, I, that was 2014. His last, his last championship. Yeah. No one has worn number one since 2014. Since Seb. Yeah. But and you know what? To be fair, it was only Lewis. Nico and dipped. Maybe. Yeah. Lu- maybe the, does anybody know what the significance of 44 is to Lewis? No. It could just been his number. Driver numbers were only introduced in 2014. Okay, so he yeah. wore number one. So, no, I don't remember what number he had, but they weren't consistent. And I think it's the only time you can switch your number. I, I know you're you, not allowed. You're not allowed to switch your number. Yeah, only to number one, it. right? 
Yeah, like once that's your number, that's your number. Yeah, so I mean, hey, listen, it's a good move for Max. It makes yeah. sense. You know what? Red Bull probably said, let's make a lot of money. We're a marketing company. Gorilla marketing. We're number one. We're number one. Let, let's, yeah. I mean, no, no. Max is number one. The yeah. number one constructor's car, the best car is Mercedes. How do you feel about the celebration that they're singing, we are the champions, when they're technically only like, they're the driver's champion. They're not the constructor's champion. Uh, I think the whole team was just set up to get Max that championship. That was they, it, eh? By, yeah. By like, I think halfway through the season, they either, I think they stopped development and switched to 2022. Because like you say, they don't have as big as person, as big as a personnel as Mercedes. So as, at some point, they genuinely probably have to stop developing this car altogether and switch. And I think that's when their focus switched to just getting Max a championship. And if they got the constructors, that's a bonus. That's why I think they're celebrating saying we are the champions, because I think their real goal was always to get Max that championship. Yeah, I mean, they, they promised Max a championship and then they had to come through with it. Because remember, I remember Christian Horner saying in Draft to Five is like, if we don't give this young driver a championship, does he leave Red Bull? Um, and I was like, he's not leaving Red Bull. Where else is he going to go where he's going to get like this amount of flexibility to do what he wants and feel as comfortable as he is? Hey, man, you know, maybe he maybe he wants to jump ships to the Silver Arrows. No, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Not, that team a, not after this win. season. Well, no. Let me, you could let go to, one last question, You could go to any other team. One last question. Yeah. Kurt asked me this question, so I'm going to ask you this question. What do you think was sweeter for Christian? Championship one with Seb or this one? And I'll throw this in the air just to give you kind of context. Remember, championship one, they won the constructors and the drivers. This one, they just won the drivers. Yeah. I'd go with number one because they then, like... That was ridiculous. That one, like, it was the first. And I don't think they necessarily knew what was going to be next or expected to be, like, race winners ever. So I think that one was probably sweeter to be like, oh, we we can be race winners. We can be champions. Instead of this one where it's like, we know we can be champions, but now Max, our new star, is a champion. I think he's just celebrating the fact Max got his championship, not his success overall as a team principal, as a team. Yeah. I'll leave you with this. You did bring up earlier that in the spur of the moment, you put on a cheap Mercedes shirt. Let me just remind you that our friends at Fanabox can help you with some real authentic Mercedes gear. Hey, get me dripped out. Get him dripped out. You know, for everyone listening, Christmas is just around the corner. Get you and yours some beautiful holiday racing kits and for up to thirty percent off. I was just going to ask you that beautifully said at Fanabox. And what? listen, and if, if you are rush, a Canadian and you're in a rush, expedited shipping. Expedited free. shipping if you spend over a hundred bucks. And Jeez. you know what? You just got to do it. Do it for the culture of Formula One. And it doesn't matter. Red Bull, Mercedes. I mean. McLaren, they got you covered, bro. You're throwing yeah. McLaren like it's like it's some some joke of team like Haas. I'm not. I don't know if they got Haas, but um, I can confirm they have Alfa Romero, so they do have the ninth place team. I can okay, confirm okay, that, okay. and they have Williams. I cannot confirm oh Haas, but they are your number one go to shop. Our friends at Fanta Box. Uh, we reached out to Max for our special guest, so hopefully Max will. Uh, you guys will see some of the Fanta Box gear that they uh, they're gonna. Probably be and the us. max we're speaking about is the max of Fanabox. Yeah, we 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 don't talk to him. <laughs> I mean, we'd love to talk to him, but you know. And um, yeah, other than that, you know, we've been teasing you. We're we're almost there. Special guest coming. 
special guest coming. Do you know who the special should be guest excited. is? Yes, I do. These guys, everybody should be excited. This is going to be very interesting. This is going to be very interesting. So, Matt, final thoughts before you sign off. Just your second time here. Anything you want to say to our listeners? Uh, 2022 comeback season. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be IndyCar levels of close. I'm hoping that every driver takes a good step up. I actually really like this grid. And uh, 18 inch tires may have quite a few failures, so that might that might spice up a few races. Any last words for Kimmy? Uh, I'm actually sad to see Kimmy go. He's like last of the era. I grew Kurt's up a Kimmy in, like, o, said, by the way. Just want to let you know in case you missed it, he updated his Instagram bio. It yeah, just says, yeah. <laughs> retired. Retired. <laughs> what a, a legend, hater. man. What a legend. I, I can't stand him. <laughs> yeah, Kurt cannot stand Kimmy for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know what Kimmy did to him. I think it's because Kimmy beat Lewis in 2007, and he's subconsciously holding that. Yeah. Anyways, Kimmy um, raced for a long time. And we'll leave it at that. And he won a world championship. (laughs) Over Lewis Hamilton by one point. And Fernando Alonso. Lewis should have nine. I I still don't understand how he stayed in F1 for as long as he did. (laughs) Kimmy. Like, the stint in Alpha just made no sense to me. Personally, I was like, Matt, do do us a favor. And send us oh, out yeah. with a Kimmy and, impersonation. And bring, it, bring us home, bro. Bring us home. With a Kimmy impersonation. <clears throat> okay, let me drink some G Fuel real quick. G Fuel, <laughs> G Fuel is, a, is a game word sponsored uh, drink, energy drink. Well, okay, so it's my last race. Retired the car. Failed, stupid alpha. All right, I'll see you guys later. Having ice cream, maybe a Magnum. No, I don't know. We'll see about that. There was no drink, so it's kind of dehydrated, tired by uh, 30 laps. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you I guys. have to rub my forehead when doing it. Yo, I'm sorry. We'll be back at the end of the week. We have to. Okay, we'll we got be back Lewis's nighting. We got the FIA awards. We're yeah. going gonna to see Lewis. He's going to break it. And well, I, we'll see you guys on Friday. And I'll leave my last heading into 2022 new profile picture update for Lewis Hamilton. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, we're not leaving on that. What is this profile picture in 2022, guys? Quick, a quick. picture of Latifi, a picture of Latifi. No, no, okay, okay. It's a picture of him on the Sim Fam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out, and make sure you go check out Fanabox up to 30% off on their racing kits, expedited shipping in Canada. We out. <laughs>